What is up, Sheepdog Nation? Welcome to another podcast of the Sheepdog Nation podcast with your host, me, Autumn Schmidt. This episode is brought to you by the Sheepdog Family. That's an exclusive Leo-only group. It is not on Facebook like you're thinking. It is not on any social media. We have our own private group and we have our, it's a private, um, it is a group. It's also, we have our own private app. And um, it is for the police officer who is ready to transform, to up-level, to be around people who are just like them. Uh, This is not a place where you come to talk a bunch of shit. It's not a place you come to share a bunch of dirty memes. This is literally a place for you to grow, to talk to other officers from all around the country who are growing in their own ways. And uh, we have people that are uh, changing departments. Um, We have people who are getting promoted, going into detective uh, positions and investigative positions. We have officers preparing for retirement uh, and creating side hustles. And we have officers going back to school. It is a very uh, exclusive, exciting, innovative group. It's uh, very good for your mental health. And it is currently sponsoring this podcast episode. So if you're interested in that, you can hit the show notes below. It's or you can go to the website, the sheepdogfamily.com forward slash join. Okay. So let's dive in on to this week's topic. So this week's topic is um I'm gonna warn you ahead of time that this is um this one might get you in the feels. Uh this I'm coming I am um two days out from attending a Maine State Troopers funeral. Um, And for those of you who don't understand the significance, I'm going to explain that to you. But I'm going to tell you I've been very emotional. Um, This has affected me on a deep, deep level that um, unless you are a police officer or a police wife, you will never understand this. Um, It doesn't matter how hard you try. And so just understand that. Um, but if you are uh, a Leo wife or a Leo, then you will understand how I feel. Um, we had a, a main state trooper who, what you need to know about that is my husband is a main state trooper. So, um, and what you need to know about Maine is our entire makeup of the main state police are like 350 strong. Okay. So we have a very small department, like comparing those of you out in Florida, California, um, you know, Massachusetts, Connecticut, stuff like that, where you guys have massive agencies, ours is not. And so while uh, my husband and I did not know Detective Ben Campbell uh, personally, he did graduate in the academy prior to my husband and I. He graduated uh, the main, the basic main law enforcement training program in May of 2012. And Adam and I, we went in uh, the academy in August of 2012. So we are, you know, we obviously he he lived like three hours from us um, and uh, he was he was killed in a freak accident. He was he's a detective and um, part of the uh, SOPs of uh, a main state trooper is that, you know, they need to when they're driving, they need to check, um, you know, if you see a vehicle on the side of the road, then it is your duty to maintain that vehicle safety by pulling up behind them and uh, turning on your blue lights, obviously. Um, 
and seeing if that person needs help or what the deal is, but obviously being behind them and giving them some sort of protection um, so that they do not get rear-ended. Well, on this day, so this was a, it was like eight o'clock in the morning, seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning. And this detective was on his way to work, but so he was in his cruiser, obviously, but he wasn't like, he wasn't working the road. Okay. He's a detective. And so he's on his way and it was, um, kind of shitty weather, not kind of, it was shitty weather. Um, it was snowing in April and, but in Maine, like that's normal. Cause we live in Antarctica. So, I mean, it fucking snows in the middle of July here. Um, and this detective was doing what any one of us would have done. And he was pulled over and, you know, talking with this person and he, no, he did not get hit by a vehicle. That's what you're thinking. He did not get hit by a vehicle. Um, actually what happened, a logging truck was going by him and right at the exact perfect time of where detective Campo was standing, two logging truck tires, their axles, they snapped one tire, like went to the median and the other hit trooper Campbell and killed him. And it is so it's just such a freak accident. If the trooper was standing one foot to one side or one foot to the other, he would have been fine. But it was his, I guess it was his time. Anyways, so, you know, we've been dealing with this um, and it has been excruciatingly hard. We have a very small law enforcement community in the state of Maine. I'm not sure if that, like, if there's any other states like this. I just know that, you know, Maine is a while we are a large state, uh, our population is like one of the smallest uh, in the states, and so um, you know we we know each other. We I you know I know people. People know me. Like everybody knows everybody um, from one end of the state to the other. And so um, a couple of days ago, we attended this funeral. And the thing that I wanted to talk about, and I didn't even tell you what the topic was today because I wanted to tell you about that situation, is the what I want to talk with you about is how to not hate law enforcement even though you've been injured. And the reason I want to talk with you about this is because I'm gonna I'm gonna out myself and I'm gonna be very real and very vulnerable with you tonight on this uh, episode. Um, to be honest with you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a little story and you know, if, if you've been with me for any amount of time, I'm this way. So I'm going to go on a lot of side stories. So please brace yourself. But I didn't plan on doing this. Actually, I did not plan on sitting here and telling you this. I actually had a, um, I had a recorded interview all set up for you tonight (laughs) and it was supposed to go out at noon today, but I had technical difficulties that I've absolutely never had in a whole entire year, um, over a year of doing this podcast. Okay. And so for some reason, the interview is stuck in, you know, internet land. I can't get to it. And, um, and so I sat down and I was like, well, damn, okay. Universe, God looks like you want me to say what, um, I have to say what's on my heart, you know? And, um, and so I'm just going to be real. So I think that this is totally meant for you and I, for me to share with you and for you to hear if you're listening to this. Um, but I gotta, I just have to be real. Uh, I This is not the first law enforcement um, funeral, unfortunately, that I have been to. 
but this hits me in such this this one I attended one last year with Corporal Eugene Cole. Um, he was a Somerset County deputy in the state of Maine, and he was shot and killed by a criminal uh, in the line of duty last April as well. And um, I'm going to tell you, he had a, he had a absolutely beautiful ceremony, and um, and so I don't want I'm not taking anything away from that, and I will never ever forget him, uh, the corporal, ever. Just like I'll never forget uh, Detective Ben Campbell, but this one hit me in the feels. This one, this this experience this last week has changed my life, um, and I have had some major realizations. And as I'm telling you this, my eyes are watering because it's it's fucking embarrassing. It's sad. It's embarrassing. It's I can't believe this. Um, what I'm about to tell you and. Honestly, like I have thought about stopping this recording so many times. <laughs> I have thought about, I don't know, I have just really thought about n- not moving forward with this, but I wouldn't be, you know, authentic and I wouldn't be pro- speaking the truth like I've always promised you that I would if I stopped right now. So, you know, when I got injured, Sheepdog Nation, um, I'm going to just be very upfront with you. I was in that five year in law enforcement over that, you know, you go to the five to 10 year mark, zero to, you know, they say zero to three, four or five, like you're, you're just still happy that, you know, you're on the road and you're happy to be here. And, you know, you're one of those dumb fucking cops, right? I'm saying that in a very positive light that you just do what you're just so, you're just so stupid, happy to be on the road that you'll do anything and you work all the time and you're just so happy to be a police officer, right? Well, then they say that once you get to year, you know, five or higher, you know, years five to 10, you become salty. You can get salty and and it can get worse if you don't pull yourself out of it. Well, I'm going to tell you, I got, I got pretty salty. I got pretty salty because I felt like I worked with a bunch of people who did not care about me and did not understand uh, me and did not understand what the brotherhood in law enforcement was and did not understand loyalty. So I became very fed up very quickly. I started judging my fellow law enforcement officers very quickly. I started being extremely critical of not only myself, but of them too. And of uh, every agency, not only mine, but every agency. And then when I got injured, it got worse. When I got injured, it was everybody else's fault. It was the agency's fault for not giving me a an outer vest carrier. It was the agency's fault for not fucking taking care of me. And it was the agency's fault for trying to stick me in dispatch and and all of these things. And while I will be very honest with you, I I still think that it could have been handled a hell of a lot differently on both ends. And while I think that definitely an outer vest carrier would have prevented a lot of my issues, that's for sure. I can't, I realized this week, okay, that I cannot continue on with that mindset in my mind anymore and be a positive um, role model or mentor for any of you. I did not realize how negative I truly have become. And Listen, like I said, if you think for one second this is like easy for me to sit here and tell you, because I, how many times have I yelled in your ear on this podcast and said, you know, stop talking shit, do not be negative, blah, blah. 
But then I find myself coming down really harshly on different kinds of cops. And while I will tell you that I still hold true with how I feel, there are certain kinds of cops. There are a, there is a certain one certain kind of cop who I do not like. Okay. There is that because it's their personality. It is who they are as a person has nothing to do with the fact that they're a cop. It's just, I do not like this kind of person and they happen to wear a badge. Okay. I still hold true to that, but I will tell you this. I realized this week that negativity is, it's killing us. And here's what I learned, okay? I learned that the same fucking people that we are all shitting on in law enforcement, those same people you work with on your agency, the same people you see on Instagram who are supposedly cops and they're, you know, doing their thing and they're whatever. And, and, and they're whatever it is, because to each of us, we all have different things that make us, that trigger us. And I've noticed that because this week it was pretty ironic and I don't believe in coincidences. I believe that everything happens for a reason. And so it was pretty funny because throughout this entire week, I've listened to a few different people who are police officers on Instagram who I find influential and they all kind of were like, okay, like, you know, talk, just kind of talking about how like there's different people on Instagram who are cops and like they're pissing like they're, because what they're doing, like we don't all have to agree with them and blah, blah. And it was just really interesting how like that was the topic. Okay. That was kind of like the topic and the ethos. And like, we all like just picked up on that vibe, I think. Um, but that really struck a chord with me because those same people that we're shitting on all of us. Okay. They're the ones who we could be going to their funeral. And if they were to die, let's just be fucking real. If they were to die in the line of duty, let's just be honest. We're going to go to their funeral. And like, how would you feel if you were sitting there listening to this police officer's wife or husband barely be able to speak over their crying as they're talking about what a wonderful person to them their spouse was. Now I'm not talking about, you know, you, you're gonna you're gonna have people who you just simply do not like. And I want you to know that. I fucking I am I I get that more than you could ever know. But I also want to point something out here. I want to point out that those cops who we are shitting on they see the same things that we see, family. They see it. Unfortunately, they feel the same stressors, the same mind fucks, the same pressure, the same aches, the same pains, the same corruption. Like They see it all just like us, but they have chosen how to handle certain things the way that they have decided to handle certain things. For some people, they get really angry. For some people, they're drunks. For some, they fuck everything that walks, male and female. They just, you know what I mean? And whether a male officer or a female officer, that's how they've chosen to cope. And so now, you know, they've, you know, they are, um, they've wrecked several marriages. Um, some are, you know, uh, kiss asses. That is how they have chosen to survive. But I just want you to understand that is why, that is how they've chosen to survive. Does that make sense to you? And I have never looked at it this way before. But this week, I'm losing a main state trooper who was my husband's age with a wife who's my age, 
who has a six month old who just literally from what every single person I've ever spoken to, like said about this trooper was that he was honestly just a dynamite person. He was happy. He knew the secret of life. He just smiled. He was happy all the time. And he loved, loved life and loved his job. And I just said to myself, I said, that's the secret. And why are we not doing more of that? And Autumn, why are you not talking more about that? Why are you not doing more of that? Fuck talking about it. Why are you not doing more of that? And and I and I wanna I just want to bring that to your attention because it really, it really hit me in the gut. Like, okay, so that person who is running around and, you know, showing their ass or their abs or their arms or half naked body all the time. Who's a cop? Like maybe, maybe, okay, that drives me insane. And I'm going to tell you why that drives me insane is because I want you to know this. I know a police officer who got raped in her vehicle. Okay. I know of police officers who had like men have taken advantage of them. Okay. I don't like to see women in uniform bring on unnecessary attention to themselves for multiple reasons. I don't like seeing women like that get treated like shit from the other guys because they are not well respected. I also don't like to be around men or women who don't have my back in law enforcement, and I will stand by that. But maybe that's how these people are coping. Maybe that's how they cope. Maybe they cope by, you know, taking pictures of themselves and trying to focus on bettering themselves physically. And maybe that's what takes their mind off the game and the shit that they've had to deal with. Because here's the thing about a cop. Behind all of us, behind our blue eyes, right? You know that song, Behind Blue Eyes? I don't have blue eyes. But behind us, we have thousands of fucking stories, thousands of horror stories, thousands of things that have happened to us in law enforcement over our careers that nobody has any idea about. And they those things have shaped us in ways that we don't even realize. And maybe that's just, like the pe- the people that are pissing you off just understand that they're just nothing more than they are a reflection of you, but they're just handling it differently. Like that, they're they're just like you. They've seen and dealt with with things that have bothered you, you know. But this is how they choose to deal with it. And the question becomes: Who are we to judge them? Listen, if you've been injured, then you know how easy it is to start shitting on law enforcement, how easy it is to start shitting on your agency, how easy it is to start shitting on everyone around you. I'm going to be honest. I, for fucking a very long time, blamed my agency. And honestly, there's a lot of police officers who still, you know, we don't speak. I still have, I mean, there was, I've got my core officers who I have in my life, who I will always have, who I could call 3 a.m., on a Monday morning and they will come bail my ass out out of whatever it is. They will, they will answer the call. They will be there for me. I've got a core few of them. I hope we can all have more than just a core few, but I can tell you that I developed a pretty deep seated hate for many of the officers 
that I worked with when I got injured um, and prior uh, at different departments. I've developed a deep-seated hate for some a lot of bullshit that I see online. And some of it's because I can't work full-time anymore. Of course, I'm fucking furious. And if you've been injured, you're, you feel that. If, if you go from being not being able to do something that one day like you used to be able to do, you 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 resent you have a you have a very you know deep seated resentment and that, and that's real that's real and the problem is is that can turn to hating law enforcement as a whole and I have to tell you this obviously I do not hate law enforcement as a whole I mean I have a podcast here helping all of you. You know, I have a a group membership where I mentor police officers. I mentor police officers one-on-one. I write articles for law enforcement today. Like, I do a lot for law enforcement. But here's the thing is, like, the truth is at some point I I became very wishy-washy. I became um, jaded. Not wishy-washy. I became jaded. And so I'm talking with you today and telling you basically a big cluster <laughs> about my week, my experience, my life, because I'm asking you to not hate law enforcement. Law enforcement itself is why you got into the job. You love law enforcement. You are passionate for it. Otherwise, you would not be in the job or going to be into the job, okay? But there are going to be things that are going to happen that are going to infuriate you, that are going to make your blood boil, that are going to literally make you just essentially turn right upside down, okay, on law enforcement. It is a it is a hot topic. It's hot because we have politicians calling a lot of the shots with us. Um, we have to deal with the public on a daily basis. The military does not have to do that, right? They get to go overseas or they get to stay on their base and they get, you know what I'm saying? And, but we have to be in the public's home. We have to be stopping the public. We are literally, you know, interacting with the public and in some cities and some agencies, the public really hates you. You don't really know how to deal with that. And, and the truth is, is your command staff doesn't know how to deal with it either. Like that's the truth. And I'm not saying it's their fault and just understand that they're trying to figure it out just like you. And they, what you are seeing, your officers, your fellow officers, what you're seeing everyone in your agency do is literally just try to cope with the shit that they've seen. The longer they've been on, the more fucked up they are. And that's and that's just the truth. And, um, you know, I'm not saying it in a negative connotation. Don't take that. Like, that's just how I speak. <laughs> but I just mean the more shit they've seen. They've seen a lot of things. They've dealt with a lot of things. Because I think that we as police officers, we, you know, we become so critical of everything because we have to be, we have to be critical. We are critically judging people, you know, and you know this, and I'm tired of it being an excuse. I mean, this is who we are and this is what we do, but yes, and we have to, we have to criticize people and judge people immediately for our safety. But you know what? we really need to take a step back and we need to understand that law enforcement is not the problem. We and our and how we are thinking about things are the problem and how we are interacting and how we are judging and criticizing one another, they're the problem. Look, at the end of the day, your coworkers are still cops. 
and I'm, I don't, I'm not going to tell you how to act, but I'm going to tell you all day, every day, I hold a cop a little bit higher than I hold most people in my life. I know what they've been through. I know what they've gone to become a police officer. And then I know the kind of calls and the kind of shit that they have to deal with day in and day out. I know what their personal life is like. Okay. I know what their thought process is. And I don't know how we are just bringing each other down. I have to say, I look around and I, and I've been really quiet and, um, and I've really, like I said, I mean, this, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm calling myself out. I mean, because you guys know, I mean, how many times have I been like, if you act like this, you're not a real cop. If you, you know, if you look like this, if you're showing up on Instagram like this, like you're definitely not a real cop. And I don't, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't agree with those statements. I just think that that's not a proper way to strengthen the brother and the sisterhood. Like, I'm just going to be real. I'm calling myself out right now. And, um, you know, and so, you know, we need to move forward and we need to remember loyalty. Loyalty is what makes people family. And at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you, I want to hope, I want to hope and pray that if I ever got killed in the line of duty, that those people attending, the majority of the people attending my funeral in law enforcement could under, could consider me their family and I could consider them my family. And I don't want that to go away. I don't want that to go away. I don't want that. I want to bring back the loyalty and I want to bring back the family aspect of the thin blue line. And the only way that we do that is we stop hating law enforcement and stop being so critical. And like I said, again, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard when you've been injured. That's, that's, or, or fucked over. Let's say you've been IA'd, you've been fired, you've been let go, you've been written up, you've been suspended, you know, all these things. I'm not saying that I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and be like, you know, every law enforcement's perfect and blah, blah. Like we know that. But at the end of the day, you can't hate law enforcement as a whole. You can't hate every police department, every police officer for the wrong that, that you you know, has been done to you and you can't hate the police department if you've been injured. And I'm telling you that from somebody who has been injured and who has very much hated many of the people that I used to work with. And, um, there's no loyalty in that. There's no family. There's no love in that. And there is nothing, nothing like going to a fallen brother or sister's funeral. So I'm going to take a moment and I want to dedicate this podcast episode tonight to our fallen brother, Trooper Detective Ben Campbell from the Maine State Police, who was taken far too young, far too soon from us, just doing his job. And I just ask that you just remember him and remember every single fallen hero, every brother and sister we've lost in the line of duty that we've lost to suicide because they are our family and they are our brothers and sisters. And I think, I think that 
it's time for us to come together. And I think it's time that we change. We stop being so critical of everyone around us. And we understand that we're all human. But us, law enforcement officers, we're different. We're different from the rest of society. And that's what makes us family. And don't ever fucking forget that. I hope that you got something out of this. This is a pretty um, vulnerable episode for me. And um, I hope that it could just change perspective for you for even if it's just a little change of perspective. I hope that it does. And I hope that if you enjoyed this, you're going to share this podcast out and you can give me a rating on iTunes. That would be amazing. And you can let me know by going onto Instagram and letting me know if you made it all the way to the end and if you enjoyed this podcast episode. Sheepdog Nation, I will see you next time. And that was another episode of Sheepdog Nation. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go to iTunes and let us know by giving us a rating. If you have questions that you want answered by Autumn in the podcast, submit it by going to the link in the show notes. As always, stay safe and watch your six.